Since we last spoke, many days have transpired, putting distance between the now when you hear these words and the time when the voices of others you will hear were uttered in public meetings or briefings. This compilation of Charlottesville community engagement is being curated on September 28, 2021, the 271st day of the year. And this begins a week of an odd mix of newsletters and podcasts as we get up to date for the fourth quarter of this rapidly rushing year. On today's program, catching up with Charlottesville City Council with information on the police chief search, a lease for a garden in McIntyre Park, and more. A major convenience store franchise is pursuing a fourth store in Charlottesville's urban area and an update on the pandemic from Governor Ralph Northam. In today's first Patreon-fueled shout-out, WTJU 91.1 FM is a different sort of radio station. It's dedicated to sharing the transcendent experience of music while raising funds from listeners across the world. From October 4th through the 10th, WTJU will air its annual Jazz Marathon. Tune in for a deep dive into everything from bebop to blues. WTJU's volunteer DJs will play the spectrum of jazz, from Billie Holiday to Cannonball Adderley to Pharoah Sanders, plus live local jazz performances throughout the week. Visit WTJU.org to learn more. Since the last newsletter on September 23, 2021, COVID's late summer surge in Virginia is showing signs of slowing down. The seven-day average of new cases has decreased down to 3,003 a day, and the seven-day percent positivity is down to 9.1% statewide. That figure was 9.7 five days ago. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there have been 392 cases reported since the last newsletter and another four fatalities. The seven-day percent positivity in the district is 7.2%. Governor Ralph Northam held his first pandemic press briefing in some time yesterday, and he said the trend is encouraging. There are encouraging signs recently. In the past few days, case numbers have started to move down and hospitalization numbers are leveling off, and, and that is a hopeful sign. But the numbers are still way too high. Northam reminded Virginians that at one point at the beginning of the summer, there were days with less than 100 new cases. As of today, 60.1% of Virginians are fully vaccinated, and 71.5% of the adult population is fully vaccinated. The data show that nearly everyone who's getting COVID is unvaccinated. I want to repeat that. Nearly everyone who is getting COVID is unvaccinated. The Delta variant began widespread transmission in early June, and Northam said the current surge could have been avoided if people had gotten their shot or shots. He said the cost of hospital care for this summer surge is $5 billion and rising. Northam said at this point, there is little he can do to urge people who refuse to get the vaccine, but he brought up his personal experience contracting COVID. Believe me, you don't want to get it. A year later, my case was back in September. A year later, I still can't smell anything or taste anything. And now the COVID variant that's going around 
is a lot worse than the one I had back in September. You can watch all of Northam's briefing on YouTube. He has updates on booster shots and child vaccinations and more. There's a link in the newsletter. Albemarle County will soon begin a search to find a new county attorney. Greg Kampner has been in the position for nearly six and a half years and will retire next year. That's according to materials for Wednesday's closed-door meeting of the Board of Supervisors. Kampner began working for the county in 1995 and became deputy county attorney in 2007. If you're interested in land use law in Albemarle County as well as the rest of Virginia, Kampner literally wrote the handbook. You can check a link in the newsletter. A final site plan has been filed for a Wawa gas station within the city of Charlottesville on 5th Street Extended. If approved and constructed, it would be either the third or fourth franchise within the urban area around Charlottesville. Plans have also been filed for a Wawa at the corner of Route 29 in Greenbrier, just over the line in Albemarle. The property in Charlottesville is currently a Hardee's restaurant. A virtual site plan conference is scheduled for October 20th. Materials for that meeting sent to neighborhood associations do not identify the 5,300-square-foot gas station as a Wawa, but the agenda for the September 14, 2021 Planning Commission meeting identifies Wawa as the subject of a future consideration by the Entrance Corridor Review Board. That will be the only legislative approval required for the project, as the property is zoned for Highway Mixed-Use Corridor. In other words, it's by right. In today's subscriber-fueled public service announcement, lovers of used books rejoice! The Friends of the Jefferson Madison Regional Library will resume the tradition of their annual fall book sale this October 2nd through October 10th at a new location. The Friends of the Library sale will take place at Albemarle Square Shopping Center from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day, half-price days on October 9th and October 10th. Questions? Visit jmrlfriends.org for more information. To celebrate my 30th high school reunion, I took a few days off last week, so there will be a lot of segments this week about a lot of different meetings that I missed. There's a lot to get through, so we're all caught up. Let's move back first to the City Council meeting from September 20th, 2021. City Manager Chip Boyles brought up an op-ed column that he wrote for the Daily Progress regarding his decision at the beginning of this month to fire former police chief Rochelle Brackney. While standing firm on the decision I did make, the fact is I could have handled the decision quite differently. I could have and should have engaged counsel and my leadership team in more deliberating and on my intended actions so that I not only had their input, but also a broader perspective of the community's response. Boyles said he could not talk about all of the reasons for the firing at this time due to confidentiality issues, but did say he did meet with representatives of the Police Benevolence Association about their survey. He said the August 20th press release that went out unsigned was approved by him and that the briefly retired Major Jim Mooney will serve as assistant chief only until an interim police chief is hired and seated. Also, uh, procedures are in place to create a committee of, for the, both the interim police chief search 
and to fill the permanent police chief position, a committee of a council representative, city manager's office, uh, the police department, the PCRB, the Human Rights Commission, and at least three citizens to review candidates for the interim police chief. That will consist of one city councilor, representatives from the city manager's office, the police civilian review board, the Human Rights Commission, and three other members of the public. Later in the meeting, council voted 4-1 to one on a resolution to approve the report for how the city spent its community development block grant and home funding for fiscal year 2020. Just for a reminder, that ran from July 1, 2020 to June 30th of this year. Mayor Nakaya Walker voted against what's known as the Consolidated Annual Performance and Evaluation Report, or CAPER. You can get a link to that in the staff report. The CDBG, again, the entitlement portion, what's in here, I think that there's some things that we could do differently. And I have um, questions that I have expressed throughout the entire time I've been here about how the home funds are used and whether the citizens are receiving um, you know, the best service possible. After that vote, council held the first reading of entering into a ground lease with the Botanical Garden of the Piedmont, a nonprofit that has been working with the city to use a portion of land in the northeast corner of McIntyre Park. Documentation previously approved at council level to authorize this project goes back to September of 2012 with a master plan of McIntyre Park. There have been conceptual designs, resolutions for um, agreements, an MOU with the McIntyre Botanical Garden, and then most recently in 2017, a final site plan approval for McIntyre Park. Under the terms of the Memorandum of Understanding, or the MOU, the Botanical Garden of the Piedmont would cover the costs of any buildings or structures on the site. Under the terms of the lease, they would have to begin construction within five years of it being signed. This would be a landlord-tenant lease and not a partnership with the botanical gardens. The city is not asked to contribute any financial resources to this other than once complete, Parks and Recreation would be asked to maintain the parking lot and the sidewalks of the parking lot area. The project will include a stream restoration and a pedestrian trail through the area. The proposed ground lease will be updated to provide more clarity on those items before the second reading and public hearing on Council's October 4th meeting agenda. There will be no cost to visit the park once it's built, but there would be a fee to reserve any function spaces that are built there. Next, the Charlottesville Redevelopment and Housing Authority, or CRHA, briefed council on the way several public housing construction projects are being financed. But we're going to hold off on that one for today until a future installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement sometime this week. This week, I am hoping to get one out each day so I can get caught up with what I've missed. 
But that is it for this installment of Charlottesville Community Engagement. I will be back tomorrow with another one. Uh, because uh, I took a few days off, we're going to take a few days off from the plugging, so we're just going to go ahead and say thank you for listening. Please send this on to somebody else if you think there's somebody else who would benefit from this information that has now been coming out consistently for 14 months now, covering this community in a way that uh, tries to get you uh, in a place where you can look at as many of the primary documents as you possibly can so you can decide what you think about the issues. I am not here to tell you what to think, and uh, I'm here to uh, just basically provide information because, honestly, I don't know a thing except for what I can document and trace and track. I'm Sean Tubbs, the host of this program, and as I said, I'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, if you're not vaccinated, um, you know, that's your choice. Really probably think you should, but uh, regardless of whatever you do in your life, please stay safe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.